Happy Woo Wednesdays and welcome to episode 101. Crazy. So Ed Oyama, today's guest, said that Seth Godin will only speak to people with podcasts if they have over a hundred episodes. And if you don't know Seth Godin, he is a famous marketing strategist. So anyways, me and my business partner, Cindy Suzuki, we are still doing free website audits for any wedding professional. So just DM me at Carissa Wu, W-O-O, and we will send you back like a 10 to 15 minute Loom video about your website, your brand words, your photos, and people are loving it. So Ed Oyama is with Super Simple Marketing. You have to check out his Instagram. It's so engaging and he is hilarious. And it's hard to believe that ChatGPT comes up with his creative and unique content for him. His ChatGPT really knows him. So I hired Ed to make Carissa Wu Photography on the top page of Google for Torrance Wedding Photographers. He is so good, so you should hire him too. And if you want to be an early adopter of ChatGPT, you are still early and you are going to love this episode. It's literally mind-blowing. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we'll talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with your girl, Carissa Wu, your favorite coach. I have a friend, a new friend of mine here today. His name is Ed Oyama. Say hello, Ed. (laughs) <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he is the founder of Super Simple Marketing, and Ed helps local business owners stop being the city's best-known secret and take their place as their city's category king and queens. He helps owners find simple and smart strategies, and he wants to make marketing simple again. Welcome, yes. Ed Oyama. Heck yes, we on. Yes, your first <laughs> podcast. So me and Ed, we met at an event that I was actually presenting about Chat GPT. It was at Mesh Kids. If you don't know about Mesh Kids, it's a co-working spot in Redondo Beach. My friend Eunice Ong owns it and it's incredible. Go check it out. And you were the presenter and you did an awesome job. Thank you. It was my first time presenting this too, like in front of a crowd and teaching. It was so much fun. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the what you talked about for the presentation. Well, the presentation was called Marketing Magic with Chat GPT. And it was the funniest thing because honestly, like Chat GPT is so new, right? But I co-work at this spot, the, the Mesh Place in Redondo Beach. And I just happened to be hanging out because every Friday there's a small group. It's a little more casual. And they're like, what you been up to? I was like, oh, you won't believe this thing I did. The Kiwanis, this club, kind of like Rotary and all that in Torrance, they asked me to make some videos for their social media. I'm like, I'd love to, but I don't got a lot of time. Mm. What could I do? And I remembered this like TikTok that I saw. It's like, you can connect Canva to ChatGPT and make 30 videos in like 30 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm down. Let me try it. And it actually worked. And I was like, guys, guys, this works. And they're Whoa. like, what? And then Eunice, she and I have been talking about workshops for a while. And that'd be really fun to have me. I'm like, well, my main thing is Google. Getting businesses the first page of Google in 30 days. Or I pay them 500 bucks. That's my main gig. But I was like, is that that exciting? I can't make it. I don't feel like that would be a fun workshop. At least yeah. in my head. Uh-huh. I feel like I can make a lot of things fun. But that's a little bit of a challenge. But then... Eunice was like, that could be your workshop. I'm like, okay, yeah. She's like, when do you want to do it? And I was like, I had a good feeling in my gut. Like, I should totally do this. I've been wanting to do it forever. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to set a date. 
And then panic set in as soon as I got home, like, what do I even know besides that TikTok Canva trip that who knows, maybe everybody already knows, but everyone in that room didn't know it. So they were stoked. But that was my, my validation to even start the workshop. And I felt like it's always good to have validation for new business ideas. So I was like, I think that's enough. Even if just for those five people in the room, it would be a lot of fun. And that was reason enough for me to do it. And then I yeah. did a deep dive that weekend and I found out, whoa, wait, this is actually really, really wow. useful for my business. Because it, and, and the funniest part, it helped me make Google exciting for my Instagram, which was like, how do you make funny videos about this? It's totally not the style of video. Like maybe I can make YouTube shorts where it's like educational and stuff, but like funny interesting you got to entertain yeah. I feel like on Instagram TikTok you can't just teach yeah well, you can but you got to be super super good but if you can make it funny it's weird but you don't have to be as good <laughs> yeah yeah I mean go check his Instagram out it's pretty crazy and all his reels are going viral but we'll talk more about that in a second but um just to point out what you said like when you are given the opportunity to present you really, um, that's when you learn the most because I presented to 75 people two days ago and boy, dude, I had to do a deep dive and like, like I went to Lizzo's, mm. Ted Talk, Mel Robbins, um, Michelle Obama. I studied their speeches like to a T and I kind of killed it. <laughs> that's, I bet you did, but shoot, I didn't even know Lizzo had a Ted Talk. I'm like, put that on the watch list for this afternoon yeah it's about twerking and it was amazing <laughs> okay that's gonna be hilarious awesome okay, so well I you love... have very good reference material <laughs> yes okay so I loved your presentation I just hired you to get me on number one google ranking for Torrance wedding photographers I paid 500 bucks all right um, but you already blown me away with your client's experience and your knowledge and making everything simple. So it's been amazing working with you. But question for you, just take us back to, I know you have three kids, but take us back to like young Ed and you have guitars in the background and keyboards, but I don't really know you too well. So take us back a little bit about your journey growing up, how you were um, like as, as a kid and what you, what brought you here today. It's a long winded question. I know. Right on. Okay. Short version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I was five, I, know. <laughs> I was born at this hospital, a little company of Mary. <laughs> I was, exactly. I was born here in Torrance. Right. No, I, so to go back, back originally a long time ago, I want to be a computer science scientist. And I actually went to UCLA for that. And I got in not trouble. I got in over my head. That's what it was. It was so much harder than I thought. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, I love building stuff and I wanted to make games and things, but um, I didn't realize computer science was the best way to go if you want to be like a serious engineer, like building systems and like windows and that kind of thing, but not exactly if you want to be like, I don't know, a game maker, a creator. And I got in way over my head. I, I was just emotionally a wreck. Cause I was like, oh, I got here. I worked so hard, all my dreams. And then it wasn't <laughs> panning out. And I had a literal come to Jesus moment. Actually, that's when I became a Christian. That's when I came to faith. <laughs> Cause I was, I was about to drop out of school. I felt wow. really lonely. And I was, I was also very shy and introverted. So it's really funny, all the stuff that I do right now to me. I'm like, wow, I never would have done a workshop I ended up directing an English camp in Kyrgyzstan um like I, I I decided at the end this is the short version of that arc I it's like I'm not going to quit school but I am going to quit computer science and I'm going to graduate however I can and by the time I made up my mind it was already like the end of my fourth year almost <laughs> you better like, graduate. What are you doing with your life man and I'm like I just want to graduate do you want to graduate in six or five I'm like five, please. And then she's like, math. I'm like, no, but I did it. I survived math. Proof that miracles happen. <laughs> I'm a believer. It happened for real, for real. I got through and I was like, I don't want to do anything with math. That's like research or labs. Uh -huh. But I realized my, my friend was like, um, he was talking to me one night and he was in China. He was a missionary, but he's like, dude, well, he was really like a mentor to me though. So even from China, he's messaging me late at night and he's like, Hey, well, what's the last jobs that you actually had that you liked? I was like, uh, 
well, I don't get like serious jobs, but I got summer camp. I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was a, like a, an assistant counselor. Then I was a full blown counselor. Then I was working at a computer camp. It was like computer camp doing what? Teaching. Do you like teaching? Like, no, I can never be a teacher. But the more I thought about it, it was like kids, 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 teaching, teaching, fun, high energy. I was like, well, I don't know if I could do that with math, but maybe. And then I went to Asia on a volunteer trip and I realized, yo, the kids over here, like I got like Torrance Unified and all of California needs math teachers, like heck of bad. They, they really, really need it. But not as much as the country of Kyrgyzstan needs an English teacher, which is where I ended up. It's a dinky little country, but really awesome. Five, six million people just west of China. Doesn't get in the news like Pakistan or Afghanistan, but it's up there, like a couple countries north. Yeah. Went there, directed English camps. And bizarrely, that's how I fell into marketing because we had a very small team. Everything was like, it's almost like a family business. Like everyone's wearing all the hats. We're a little stressed out, but we have a lot of fun. Volunteers come every summer from the States and I need to make sure that they have a lot of kids in the class. So it's a hype time and they can do what they came to do because they don't speak the local languages, Russian and Kyrgyz. That was part of my training. I learned both of those. And then like, they don't want to be out there doing sales or trying to bring people in, although we did that. But I realized, I feel like we really should just fill up the classes before they get there so they can hit the ground running and just go teaching. But how do I do that when my team's getting smaller and smaller and wow. smaller? And that was like, I, I didn't even realize it was marketing at the time. It was just solving my problem. I was like, I need to sleep. I got married and I have my first kid. You got married there? Oh, no, I got, well, I got married. I came back to the States to get married. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got married to one of the other volunteers on the team and she came on a lot of summer trips and then she moved over to Asia for what she thought would be a couple years. I mean, I only thought I was going to be there for four years. I ended up being in Asia for 12 years. Wow. Years. And where is your wife from? Uh, my wife is from Thousand Oaks. So okay. right here in town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her family came to the States um, from South part of China via Taiwan. So they ended up here. Okay. Uh, okay. So recap, um, you came to Jesus, the guy, the missionary guy from China told you to come to Pakistan to teach English. And then you wanted to help them market because you wanted to fill their seats. And then well, yes and no, like all of it, except like, he didn't tell me to come be a missionary. He just told me, think about teaching. Okay. And then I thought about teaching. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my credential. I'm going to teach math. And I was actually really into it. I was like doing my student teaching as at Cal State Dominguez. I'm like, you know, it's hard, but it was also very enjoyable. And even parts that I thought were scary, like, oh, I don't want to call parents. I don't want to be that guy, but I do have some kids. They're really giving me attitude. I don't even know what to do. And it's a funny thing because I've worried so much about calls. And even to this day, like, you know, like sales calls or like picking up the phone, I'm like, who calls? Yeah, but scary. I picked up the phone and I guess this is funny because I guess it's kind of like today too. But I remember the first time I called a parent and she's like, and I'll, I'll use a fake name, uh, Damon. Damon did what? Oh, he's going to get it tonight. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> she's on my side. And like next day, Damon comes to class. Damon comes to class, air quotes. And he's like, Mr. Oyama. I'm like, uh, hey, yeah. Like my mom took away my, I don't think it was a Nintendo Switch back then. It was like PSP or something. They took yeah. away my PSP. I was like, oh, she did. <laughs> <laughs> and she said I can't be on the basketball team if I don't do my math. I'm like, oh, she did. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I can help you with that. I, help me help you. I don't want you to lose it either. And that was the, I, I think with that particular guy. We worked it out a little bit, but then like the other kids, like just the most amazing things happened. I was like, I'm here for this. I want to change people's lives. And wow. I guess that was one of the most exciting things about it. And you can't win all the time. You can't win all the time with teaching and or with anything, I guess. Yeah. Do you think it's, think um, was, do you think it's like um, people there were like the parents were better parents for kind of putting their foot down and helping you as a teacher because maybe people in America don't do that as much maybe I don't know why I had this impression that the teacher was going to blame me for all the problems. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then now that I'm a parent I'm like, I get it I like oh I know my kid ass. like 
this and that. I know my kid can be difficult. Oh, he gave you difficulty. Let me deal with that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So how did you, what did you learn in marketing um, in China? I'm sure like early twenties, like what was your biggest takeaway? Okay. Let's see. Biggest takeaway was, I mean, like it was that time our backs against the wall. We're tired. Um, it's me and my wife and the baby. I guess we're in our thirties actually, uh-huh. but um we had the insight. I can't, I don't even think it was me. I think it was one of the younger kids, like a middle schooler in uh-huh. our youth group. She was like talking to us. She's like, and and I think between that, that discussion brought up, you know, who really brings a lot of students in. And I think I had been listening to podcasts. This is like the early 2010s. So think like 2013, 14 podcasts are starting to happen. Uh-huh. And someone had the idea of, you know, who's your like, it wasn't this exact word, but it's like your golden goose, you know, like who's yeah. who's the one that's really going to bring you more of what you're looking for in your business. And I never thought of our camp as a business, which was probably would have been a good idea of thinking back. But I was like, oh, and I and in the discussion was like, you know who it is? It's grandmas. Because <laughs> it, I, I don't know about all the cultures, but I know if you Asian... The grandma is the one that's gonna especially care about your education in most in a lot of families. And like the mom definitely cares, but grandma can be really next level. And in Kyrgyzstan, I mean it's Central Asia, but it's still Asia. And they're that way, especially because in the summertime, um, it's almost always grandma that gets stuck with the kids all summer because the parents gotta work and there's no school. So grandma's the de facto babysitter. Grandma's like, one very zealous about their education like she wants it done and she wants them to succeed um she hears that americans are coming to american volunteers are coming to live give really great almost free english lessons and she's like this is your ticket you know especially because in that country if you speak english well you get so many new opportunities you can even study abroad as a like I think it's high school. I think you had to be high school, but there's a high school exchange program. Everything paid for, which I mean, for us to go to Asia, that's already a lot, everything paid for. But imagine you having like a quarter of your current income or less and getting the chance to go to Asia. It's like, whoa, that's a lot. Plus like, maybe you'll get even more opportunity because you're going the other way. You're going to America. You're going to learn how they do things and they look up to us in the States. And I, in a mostly healthy way, like some things, maybe not so, but- they're like, so grandma is like, her brain's going, I think at that wow. point. So how do you market to her? And so, yeah, yeah. And so we marketed to the grandmas because we realized, well, what do grandmas do? They all ride the bus in this town. And that's when the kids and me put together an idea. It was funny because it's the college kids and the high school kids. They're like, okay, okay, let's put flyers on the bus stop. I'm like, oh, good idea. Because at that point, I was just handing out flyers, mostly to random kids. I was going after the kids, not the parents. And I realized that was a mistake, number one. Go after the parents, not the kids. The kid doesn't want to go to school in the summer. The kid, the mom wants them to. Grandma super wants them to. Put the flyer on the bus stop. And then you don't even have to hand it out. Just write it in Russian or in Kyrgyz or both. Put it on there. And like that was another mistake. We did stuff in English. Like, not if you want the parents to speak their language uh-huh. so i i wrote a rough version my my students all laughed at it and they wrote me a better version and they're like all right let's put it on the bus stop and then the one of the kids she said you know what my grandma does she tears off phone numbers off these flyers because some of them have like yeah slips it's like super old school but they did yeah. it. and like my grandma would actually pull all the slips off get home and she calls them one by one for whatever she was interested in wow and i was like oh and this is, this is so funny because what we could see, even without knowing anything about marketing, one thing I do know, I know which bus stops where the grandmas were excited because all of the little strips of paper with my phone number are gone. Yeah. Like you see, I put up three flyers and that's like, I think each flyer had like 10 numbers, eight numbers. If three are gone, that's 30 people that might give me a call. And I didn't know to t- keep track of all my numbers but I had heard this idea on a podcast and I almost understood it, but they called it split testing. Now I get it. But Uh, back then I'm like split uh, test. Yeah. Oh, so what if instead of having all the calls go to my phone, what if I had another phone number? And back in that day, 
like we had all these extra Nokia phones lying around like bricks, not like a ton, but I had like uh-huh. two or three old ones that I stopped using. So we buy a new phone card. It only costs five bucks in that country. It's like, you think like a burner phone or a track phone. You just put the SIM card in and then suddenly I'm like, oh, all right, which one is going to get more calls? Oh, that's Me so passing up flyers on the streets to kids like a dummy or grandmas. And then grandma starts to blow up like five to 10 times as much. Like wow. I write down all the numbers and I put them on a separate piece of paper. I'm like, grandma number. And it wasn't just the grandmas, but it was also other people that hung out at the bus stop. But I think it was just really deciding on one kind of target and going for it and tracking yeah. it. Like my best idea, take my best guess and invest a little in it. And it, the paper costs like, I don't know, 10 bucks wow. <laughs> and maybe an hour to cut up all the things, but it really paid out. That's amazing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like the, you're like, the and, and I think that was, you're like the drug dealer for, was that? you're like the drug dealer for like slanging students to <laughs> go to your class. <laughs> you got the two yeah, burner yeah, yeah. phone, you know? <laughs> got the burner phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of this number at the end of the month. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So that's the, I love that grandma gold, golden goose story that that should be another presentation that you give like kind of finding your golden goose like there's always like these bride and grooms that send me business and it's like you know a lot a lot of them don't but the ones that do I just send them like little gifts and um even the parents like some people are just like a walking billboard for you so you really have to pay attention to who your golden goose um person is for real for real yeah cultivate that relationship that's the move yeah okay one more question that was a great story one more question before we get into hot topic because i know people are dying to hear about chat. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah um what is your best best heck yes technique to get your dream client Ooh, like i enjoy being generous with my time and my talents so like for example you, you mentioned my instagram and um on my Instagram I really like I almost say sometimes like did I just give it all away <laughs> like the main points of the workshop like it like you can find a lot of them there on my Instagram you don't gotta pay money and in fact like if you ask me questions in the comments I'll answer if you reply to my stories I often just hop on voice messages and if it's appropriate like if it would be helpful and if it's faster for me I might even just shoot a video like yo Okay, this is how you do it. So like I shoot, like I use this program Loom. Uh, I love it for explaining Uh tech stuff to people because it's like Zoom, except it's just for recording videos for folks and and they can see my face. So I'm like, hey, what's up, Carissa? This is how you get the Google profile started because I know that was a tricky point with this and that. No, it's not too hard. You just got to do these three things. And I just love shooting little videos, um, Google tricks. I try to make myself available. In my head, I'm starting to call it like office hours. Uh, and I might even okay. actually make myself an official office hours for like, you know, hey, talk to me about this. I'm going to ask me anything. I'm going to be there. Um, generous, wow. helpful, and available. Big shortcut. Video um, is also something new that I realized. Like video is a really big shortcut to build no like, and trust. Because if I was just blogging and writing like back in the early 2010s, yeah, people get to know me and that's good, especially if you have a good like writing voice, uh-huh. but like seeing the person on camera and the way they look at you and the way they talk to you and their personality, like my friend called it a shortcut to know, like, and trust. Wow. So that's one reason I'm a little bit bullish on Instagram because like that being on video, I don't got a lot of followers. I got like 500. In the grand scheme of things, I know there's folks with the K, 5K, 50K, 100K, millions even. But like having that presence on video, I feel like it built relationships to a place where like the income, the revenue actually kind of scaled. I was like, whoa, I hit over 4,000 in revenue in less than a year off of Instagram generated prospecting and like clients. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm going to keep making videos even though it's, you know, it's work. And not always my favorite kind of work. Some days I'm really into it. Some days not. But video is a big shortcut. And I guess that's my favorite channel to put that generosity and the time and the talents being helpful, trying to be available, listening to what people say. It's a great place to get input, especially if you ask questions in the stories. A lot of times, not everyone's going to reply, but Uh anyone that does take the time and actually cares enough to reply, Uh dude, 
they actually like you. So listen yeah. to them. And yeah, I try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, um, I feel the same way I've been doing free website audits and I got two new oh, clients sorry. from that because I send them a loop uh, video back. And then me and my business partner, we drop some knowledge bonds on them and they yes. say, they said, wow, like they know what they're talking about. And then they book a call with me and then they hire me. <laughs> Right. You demonstrated authority and yeah. they like that and they trust you now. It's like, yeah. Oh, They're like, oh, shoot. Like you could turn my brand around. And so, right. yeah, the, the free audits have been working for me. It's interesting. Oh, free audits are great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's get into it. That was a great answer. You're, you're very generous. I could tell. Um, hot topic is three marketing secrets with chat GPT. I mean, if you are not on chat GPT, um, I think like 6 million users like signed up right in the first like couple months or something crazy. Yeah. Chat GPT is completely bonkers. I have to check where my, my stats got their stats, but the things that I've heard, like fastest growing app in the history of the freaking world, like yeah do you know do you know anything on any backstory about it like um like who started it how it came about or like was it there that's a good question yeah well i know the company is called open ai they've been doing a lot of open AI. they've been doing a lot of ai stuff for a long time okay um they're not as regulated as some of the new stuff it's kind of boring sounding but like they've I feel like they have a pretty good model. Like your stuff is more secure there than on other AIs. Because uh-huh. like the government, they just said the other day, like in the House of Representatives of the US of A, you're not allowed to use AI except ChatGPT because we don't trust the other ones yet. Not oh, even Bing, you know, uh-huh. like we don't trust Bing. We don't trust the Google one, Bard. We only trust OpenAI's one, ChatGPT. I'm like, oh, interesting. I don't know that much about our government either. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's interesting. That's interesting. But that's a good Thing. Like, yeah, when ChatGPT went live, though, they got a million users in their first like five days. Wow. Net- Instagram, they they got a million users in two and a half months, and Netflix got a million users in like three years. Wow, <laughs> interesting. It was super fast, and like we all think, like when you, if I said like most viral, fastest growing app in the world, I think a lot of us would probably say TikTok these days. And, and I don't think you're wrong. TikTok's crazy. How fast did that thing grow, right? Yeah. But in January of this year, ChatGPT had 100 million monthly users. And that's like, <laughs> just like a few months. Like ChatGPT came out like late last year-ish. TikTok took nine months to get that far. So wow. it is the fastest growing app in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the funniest stat because like big numbers, big numbers, big numbers. Whoa, a million, a hundred million, a billion, whatever. But here's the funny number. 17%. This is my favorite one. Only 17% of an Americans, 30 to 44 years old, have actually used chat GPT. Like a lot of us have heard of it, but only 17% of the 30 to 40 year, 44 year olds. And we're the ones that have used it the most. So everyone else has used it. Yes. Like the older people in their fifties, the younger people, surprisingly, I thought the 20 year olds would be all over this thing. You know, like I thought that's you're saying we have a chance. (laughs) I exactly. I'm saying you're still early. You might feel like you're late because I feel like a lot of the friends that came to mesh for my workshop, they're like, oh, is it too late? Am I already behind? Uh, If you're learning right now, you're hecka early. Oh my God. Okay. So. so I want it's, to ask it's, it's one, a good time. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are you are an early adopter. Okay, what is um before we get into tips, yeah. what does your business look like right now and how are you using it, ChatGPT? Awesome. So my business looks right now. So I do a lot of general marketing and I made myself available for consulting. I Like I said, marketing was almost accidental for me because I started as a website guy, uh-huh. but it just happened that everyone I did websites with and everyone that wanted to ask me about websites, I don't know. I'd just be talking about stuff like, oh, did you do this? And they're like, what? Oh, no. Like, have you ever thought about like changing your Facebook profile picture to like something about your business so that you might get leads? And they're like, what? <laughs> you can do that? I'm like, yeah, I mean here's the play, man. Like you're in a Facebook group all the time, always giving people the cool places to go. You're in the mom's group, telling them about that great park or this dope bakery or this thing. Well, guess what? If people don't know you, they might click on your profile 
And like, if you do it in a niche specific sort of way, like, I don't know, people looking to get married, trying to figure out their stuff. And if you put in your profile, your wedding photographer, but you just drop good knowledge about wedding stuff in the group, well, some of them will click on your profile. And if your profile says, hey, drop me a DM to get started, get a free console. I don't know what you would give away for free, but like something like that leads to things. And that leads to things for me. And I'm just telling other business owners, they're like, what? And a friend was like, hey, I'd pay you to do that. I'm like, no, 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 let's just hop on phone. I'll pay you, take the money. I'm like, oh, oh I have a business. So it was started really haphazardly. But I realized, um, so the easiest thing that I can do for me that I have down to a system, it's like my 30 step system, like to get a business show up on Google. That's my thing. First page of Google, 30 days, or I pay 500 bucks. I got the thing set up. But like, how do I make videos about this? I have no freaking clue. I'm creative. I try to be fun. I watch a lot of Instagram, but I ain't never seen anyone do Google business profiles and SEO in a way that's fun, exciting, that catches my eye. I'm like, dude, this is the most boring stuff in the world. How can you make fun videos about it? I also don't want to do it if it's not fun. It's it's kind of my personality too. Like uh-huh. I always like if if my company had a secret motto, would probably find find the fun. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, okay, so pretty much what you're saying is you're using you you do SEO and get people on the first page of Google, um, but you didn't know how to market yourself on Instagram, so you're using ChatGPT to help you mar- uh, make your Instagram reels pretty much go viral. What should they have? Right. Right, right. Well, it's the funniest thing. Like when I started my Instagram, like yeah, you remember this guy Tim Ferriss? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a big fan of him. Uh, I used yeah. to listen to his podcast all the time. I'm like, oh, you can optimize all sorts of crazy stuff in your life. But I like that he often just him and Gary V. A lot of what they do is they just documenting their experiments. Uh-huh. And so I'd been in an Instagram course for a few months and did nothing with it. Uh-huh. Like it was a guy, I love them. And I, I was in the course for a good long while and I still follow them on Instagram. It's um, what's it called? Insta club hub, uh-huh. Brock Johnson and Shalene Johnson. And they're really good at Instagram. It's so much fun watching them. And they just share all these things. And one day I said to myself, I'm, I should probably quit this club if I never use it but uh-huh. what if I did what Gary V says and what Tim Ferriss does and just document my experience wow. I'm gonna try to do everything they say to do and I'll tell you exactly what happens and I never I, I said my public goal in by the end of the year I want to get 4,000 followers and 4,000 bucks <laughs> in my pocket from Instagram wow. and the funniest part was I hit only 200 followers but I hit 2,000 bucks and sure enough, I fit 4,000 bucks before I hit 4,000 followers. I was like, the math is so different than I expected. But then I figured out how to, like, my Instagram was all about experiments and how to do well on Instagram. And I wanted to pivot to make it about, you know, what's the core thing in my business that actually makes me money? Like, it was almost dumb luck that some of those Google clients converted through that Instagram because it had nothing to do with Google at that point. Yeah. My, I had occasional Google videos. I didn't make some, but they were like... They weren't the same kind of, you know, like that same kind of zing zing. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that it yeah, was I educational. Mean, it was, but... Your Instagram was amazing. So go check it out. Super simple marketing. Let's get into topic number, I mean, tip number one. We have three tips. Pardon this short interruption, but me and the Get A Heckess team have some exciting news. If you haven't heard, I have a free mini masterclass, how to get on your first preferred venue vendor list. The holy grail of bliss, hot leads, and these couples don't really care about price. It's 20 minutes and packed with goodness. The link is in the show notes. Also, we are offering website copy writing for all wedding professionals. With my digging and coaching skills and my team member, Cindy, with 15 years of copywriting experience, we will create your perfect website copy. We want you to cry of happiness when you get it back and say, wow, I'm so proud of myself as a business owner. Get a free audit of your current site. Go from meh to heck yes. Just DM me your website and I will send you a Loom audit back. My Instagram is at Carissa Wu. Back to the conversation. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the three marketing secrets, and I'll just start up front with all of them. 
and I'll, I'll I'll swing back and really do a deep dive in each one. But there's three tips, three secrets to get ChatGPT to work with you, talk okay. like you, and not talk like a robot. I think when it first came out, everyone's like, "Whoa, it talks just like a person." And now that it's been a few months, like I can tell that's ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally feels like a robot wrote it. But um, three ways to get it to feel like you, sound like you, and do stuff for you that actually works for you. Okay. The first one is you got to start right. The second thing is you got to feed it the right things. Okay. Give it balanced nutrition. And third thing, you got to chat with it right. Okay. And I'll explain what that means. So the starting right. Think of chat GPT. If you've ever sat down and talked to chat GPT, and if you haven't ever done that, I urge you right now, stop listening to podcasts, go to chat.openai.com, log in and just start playing. Welcome to the 17%. You made it. Yeah. But you, if you really want to get good stuff done, I encourage you do the $20 bonus features. And if you're, don't commit to it, just, just put 20 bucks into it once. What is that? Um, three Starbucks, you know, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You'll live. Yeah. But just put 20 bucks in for the month. And if you hate it, don't pay next one, just click cancel it, but try it with $20. And then you want to imagine it because at $20, it really starts to feel like you're talking to a person. And so if I was to sum up everything, the principle is talk to it like you'd talk to a professional person there to help you. Okay. And so the, but the thing is you kind of got to initialize the thing. I don't know what else to say, but like, like back in the day, you got to put a disc in the computer to start the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like your PlayStation or whatever. Well, you got to put the thing in. And so what you got to tell it is you are, for example, for me, what did exactly did I start with? I, I think I, I told it something like you are a social media marketing expert who okay. focuses on Instagram. You are a copywriter. That's, that's an important okay. word. Um, and you are really good with short form video. Wow. Okay. And you're going to help a marketing company called Super Simple Marketing and a guy named Ed Oyama. You're going to help him get it together because uh, he's very spontaneous and has a lot of fun with Instagram, but he doesn't really have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> he needs help with contemplating. Oh, yeah. You're also good at contemplating. So like that first prompt is super important. Now, a lot of us get stuck there, though. It's like, how do you write a really great first prompt? Um, and here's the secret. The secret in the secret. You asked ChatGPT to write prompts for you. I actually have a thing, and I'm going to give it at the end of the podcast. So there is a magic prompt that I like. Okay. And there's a lot of good ways to do it. This is not the only one by any stretch. Okay. But the one that I like, it's made by a guy named Mr. Grateful. He shared it for free on his Instagram when he got 100,000 followers in 100 days. <laughs> using chat gpt to make all his content wow. it's really fascinating by the way mr dot grateful on instagram okay he's a fun one but he has a three short paragraphs and basically what that paragraph says is you are now an expert prompt G chat gpt first prompt writer all you do is you write the first prompt <laughs> it's really funny oh that's so cool these are like and so he you have really... chat gpt start the conversation with chat gpt for you and you just kind of freestyle like yo i got these problems and i need help with this i'm this you you give it as much or as little detail as you feel like and it starts the conversation and so so that's the first thing you got to start the thing right it's kind and of like um it's kind of like an interview for a headhunter <clears throat> kind of yeah 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 that's a good analogy i like that like, like this is, this, I'm a wedding professional. I'm a wedding florist. I'm into short form videos on TikTok. I'm into pops of color. Uh, my my client mm. um, is fun loving and loves minimalism. You know, just um, kind of telling the robot who you are and what you want. Right. And those prompts by Mr. Dot Grateful. Check him out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it going, but I'll, keep it I'll give the prompt in the, I'll, I'll send you the prompt, of course. And then I'll put it at the link I give at the end of the thing. Okay. Yeah. But um, the, the other thing about that too, is you don't want to have one chat for everything ever. Like you don't want to be asking it these serious marketing questions about your wedding photography business. 
And then, oh, by the way, what goes better on hot dogs? Um, sauerkraut or uh, I don't know, uh, kimchi? I don't know. <laughs> like that that was not a good setup. But yeah, you don't want to ask it all this random stuff. Okay, okay. It's best if you focus. Okay. Yeah. So like I have one that is um all about my business marketing. Now I do marketing for other companies too. So like for example, um for content writing for you, I started a new one. And that actually leads to the next thing. But I started another chat with about with ChatGPT with about you. And I started another one about my client who is a printer, commercial printer in Torrance. And, you know, like I just start different conversations about different clients because they have different needs, different voice. And I don't want it to get mixed up because ChatGPT can get a little mixed up if you ask it all the things. Like I even had one, like I have experiment ones too, where I'm just kind of curious what it will say. So like, for example, I'm in a networking group and I asked it, hey, I need advice about networking. Totally different topic. Or, hey, I'm at this stage of my business and I'm trying to figure out, how, I haven't asked this yet, but how do I systemize this part? Like, you know, because yeah. it gives really smart answers. You are, and what you tell it then is like, you're a business consultant who specializes in systems. And if you know a book or an author, then you also can throw that in. Like you, do you, are you familiar with Michael Gerber and the E-Myth Revisited uh, or Systemology yeah. or um, Traction by Gino Wickham? You, if you're well-read or if you listen to podcasts that are re relatively well-known, uh -huh. you feed it your, like your favorites. So it knows whose style of advice to give you. John Did Maxwell, you uh -huh. Michael Hyatt, Pat Flynn, Tim yeah. Ferriss. Yeah. Amy Porterfield, Jenna Kutcher. Amy Porterfield, Ferriss, yeah. Um, Jasmine Starr. If you know the program too... Like for a real estate agent, I was telling him, oh, I really like Krista Mayshore because I was in ClickFunnels and I listened to her presentation. Her content marketing plan for real estate is on point. I'm like, I love that. Do it that way. Video about this, like you got three big content buckets. Yeah, go with those three. I highly recommend it. So wow. that's what I did for my place, estate friend. You are helping um, a senior, she's in her 70s or 80s, and she doesn't, she's shy about being on camera. So I, my keyword for that is faceless real. So like the more terminology, you know, about what you really want, use it because it gets it. She wants to do faceless short form videos. Okay. But she's so new to video. I don't think she wants to do more than one a week. Uh -huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and she might, she would really benefit from shot descriptions. Like GPT can generate this stuff. Wow. Like for, for her, because she doesn't do editing and stuff. It's like, okay, okay. Uh, so it's going to be real simple. You're going to, it it knows geography too, which was hilarious. So oh. I was like, she's in the South Bay and she's a realtor. And it's like, all right. I'd shoot a picture of a park and say, in the South Bay, we have lovely parks. And we also have second shot, a coffee shot, shoot people eating, drinking coffee. And like, and it says, um, what does it say? Yeah, we also have lovely coffee shops and we also have lovely restaurants. So I'm like, all right, that's all right. But you know the South Bay, right? Chat GPT. Could you put exact parks and locations there? And it came back to me. It's like, yeah, um, shoot corridor flow. It's on this street. Yeah, I love Corridor Flow. <laughs> Lomita, <Get> baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, go to Torrance Beach. We have wow. lovely, and say we have lovely beaches. And like, I was like, oh my word. That's and I gave, crazy. I gave the realtor this because we're just like, I'm just demoing it for her. She's like, that's crazy. I could do that. I'm like, yeah. And then just shoot it the way it says. It says, shoot it vertical, um, hold still, and just gently pull back on the phone and then hit stop. Uh -huh. Oh Keep my your God. hand steady. And, oh my God. And, and open Instagram. Just put them in one by one. Push the voiceover button. Like, and then I would like to, okay, I don't think it would get all of that, but I could teach it to teach my friend. Oh, that's mind blowing. That's Isn't that, that is, insane. that is crazy. Okay. Just to be structured. Number one, start right. The first thing you tell it is. Yeah. Everything. Number two is. Number two is. Everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then number two is read it right. Yeah, read yeah, it yeah. right. Show it as much as your content and voice as you can. And then number three is chat with it. Right. Chat with, chat it, with right. it. Right. Okay. So when you chat with it, right. It can keep learning. Okay. Go on. And I have one question about what are your viral reels? Cool. Let me, let me go with two and three. Cause I feel like these are relatively simple compared to the first one because okay. it is everything. It, it really does help. 
and when you keep it separate. But when you once you've got your chat, just about let's say your marketing, what we want to do is we want to feed it right. So what I would do is, especially if your website's on brand, especially if you put any amount of thought into the writing, like you put effort into it. You didn't just randomly have some guy just fill it with words. Well, if you have any of your voice in that, yeah, feed it that. If you have um, Instagram posts where you wrote the captions, copy and paste all the oh, captions in ChatGPT okay. and tell it, hey, I want you to learn my writing voice and my content and about my business. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a lot of my writing from my website and my Insta uh -huh. and just read it and say received when you're done. And I'll, I'll tell you when I'm finished. When I'm done, um, tell me in bullet points, five things you learned about my business and five things you learned about my voice. How do I write? Um, and talk? and I'll tell you if you're right. I'll tell you if you're right. And almost always it's right. It's, it's uh -huh. at 20 bucks. The reason you're paying 20 bucks for it, by the way, uh -huh. is because it's reasoning is like stupid smart at that level it starts to really reason like for example if you do the free one it's really smart but it makes mistakes my kid could catch so like um here's a classic example from mr grateful i tell chat gpt all right i've got this mic thingy i got a dead cat yeah i'm gonna put it in my coffee cup i'm gonna turn it upside down and i won't because i got water but i'm gonna turn it upside down and put it on the floor i'm gonna pick it up where is the thing that was in the cup? And the other one will say, well, it's in your cup. <laughs> the free version will say it's uh, in your cup. The, the not free version would say, you put it in the cup upside down. but be, And so it was in the cup, but because of gravity, it's still on the ground where you put the cup. Ah. The cup is in your hand. So the reasoning is there. That's why the $20 upgrade, in my opinion, is worth it because it also is just able to intuit stuff about yeah. your writing and your voice. And so it it's like a person, but it's also not like a person in yeah. that it reads it really fast. It can read it all, come to conclusions, be mostly right. And you're good to really start making content. But then the third part is to chat with it. So after that, it's called chat. My, my easy reminder is it's called chat GPT. So keep chatting. So yeah. uh -huh. let's say it didn't get it right. Let's say it said something like, like, like this happened to me. I was like, I, I told it I like the word dude in one of my scripts. And then it started putting dude in every script. Like uh, every third line is dude. Uh -huh. I'm like, dude. I mean, I say that <laughs> But that's annoying at that point. I'm like, I don't want it to be that way. So I course correct. And I tell it, yeah, you know how you said dude that second time in that one reel? I felt like it was good the first time. Could we not never do it more than once? And probably not do it in every piece of content. Oh my God. I have other things that I say too. That's and it's so like, cool. oh, got it. And it the other thing that the $20 does is I feel like it upgrades its memory. It occasionally forgets things, <laughs> but it has a people do too, but it has a much sharper memory than me. Like, oh. what was the funny thing I told it? I think I told it I needed, I needed content from one of my clients. And the thing was, I needed a 750 character business description of a fresh of a Italian restaurant in Montreal, Canada, one of my clients. And I I know you got to fact check this stuff with chat GPT, right? Like you like, oh, yeah, always fact check your chat GPT generated stuff because you might get in trouble, especially if you're in doing something sensitive. But it's not too hard, right? But I was like, I told it to write me a 750 character summary for Google about the business. It nailed it 748 characters exactly. <laughs> it was uh -huh. just so weird. How did you do that? <laughs> and it was pretty legit, but I was like, hey, I need to know that everything you said, all of it is true. None of it came from outside of anything I fed you, right? Uh, right. Can you tell me what part of the content you got every sentence from? And it immediately tells me back, yes. Wow. You, this is from the, the restaurant's about page on the footer. You put them at, you gave me the, the restaurant's hours. They are open from this time to this time every day, except Sunday, different hours on Sunday. And that's from here. This part is their specialty. Their specialty is some kind of linguine. And it yeah. was here on the center of the first page. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. So yeah, course correct. But and okay. if it says anything off, don't freak out. Think of it as a collaborator, not like an an instant content generator. It's oh. when you collaborate with it, it really elevates it. And like, ask it for like a lot of people do this already. So maybe it's already something people know, but it was news to me. Always ask it for multiple versions. Okay. And then tell it what the best one is. And here's the fun thing. Ask it why you think it's the, why do you think I chose that one? And see if it's learning. Wow. And if it's right, say, awesome, you got it right. Or no, almost right. It was uh, actually this. Remember that for future content. And I'm always telling it, good guess. That was so close, but it was actually oh, this. Remember for the future. Oh my and it's God. slowly learning. So you have this one stupid long chat all about your business. And that helps it stay organized. And also learn and remember. So right now it's a lot less wow. work. Ed has a best friend. Ed has a best friend. <laughs> I know. It was so weird. Like I, I was staying, I was losing sleep some nights because like I want to train it more. I know. Come on, keep learning. You're so good at this. <laughs> okay. I have I have so many freaking questions, but I can't ask them because of time. But I just want you to briefly walk me through your favorite or like a um, reel that went viral that chat GPT helped you with. And then I'll have to answer, ask rapid fire questions. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So the favorite one is um, it was a collab reel and I, I don't know why I always knew that that was a great way to get more viral reach. Cause you know, you're sharing your audiences like my audience and her audience or his audience get to see the real. So it like dramatically increases my chances, especially if that person has a much bigger audience. And so I reached out to someone with a hundred thousand followers. Oh, wow. Now I have an in with that person, full transparency. I am in her mentoring program. She was teaching me some Instagram tricks. And actually she was one of my clients too. Later, I did some Google stuff for her to help her with some clients of hers in Australia. <laughs> it's like, it was wild, but at the same time, I know she's so busy. Like she doesn't always get back to my DMs. So I was like, I don't even know how to start the DM conversation. She hasn't trained me on that oh yet. Oh my God. Brock never taught me that. Into Club Love didn't teach me that. How am I going to do that? So I said, ChatGPT, could you give me DM scripts to DM to people I want to collab with? Wow. And it shot me a good starter. I was like, that's all I needed. I just needed that push uh -huh. and someone a little smarter than me to give me something that doesn't sound stupid to say to Jade, who's brilliant, by the way, small business yeah. growth club. She's amazing. But anyway, I reached out to her and she's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good for my students. Cause I'm all about the DM and the collabs. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's like, it, it, as long as you don't take it personally, and as long as you take the time to build a relationship before you call, don't cold DM. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. it, it dramatically increases the chances. You like be on their feed enough that they might have a chance. Of yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Like their posts, like their stories, comment, make meaningful comments when you can. Like Jade knows me and, and, and I feel like, wow, we actually have like a working relationship. We know oh, who each other are, you know? I love it. But then okay. like she applied and uh -huh. she's like, yeah. And the other trick with the collab though was I made it as easy as possible. I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of your reels and it's almost going to be like a remix. I'm just going to take the front end of your reel and you do that yeah, smash uh -huh. transition with your hand. Uh -huh. I don't know if she did a smash, but I was like, there's a really perfect point for me to cut to my video. I know just enough about video to know that. Wow. I'm like, I'm going to do that and I'll tag you for the collab. And if you like it, just accept. And wow. she liked what I did. I shot it at mesh. I just did a little, she's like, Oh, what was she saying? She was like something about transforming your content. And I was like, boom. And I cut in with my face and my caption is with chat GPT. And I was like, boom, I, I, I hit a switch and then it cuts to a scene from the movie Ant-Man, which I also asked ChatGPT about. I was like, I'm a, I had told it randomly as it got to know me. By the way, I'm a huge 90s movie fan and Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. Yeah, yeah, you so are. It said, do Ant-Man, pretend that you're clicking a button and then oh. cut immediately to the scene where he blows up. Like, blow up your content like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he's like, 
grabbing the guy from, I don't know, I think it was Captain America Civil War. And the funniest part was chat GPT, if I'm a little shaky on my memory, I'm a huge nerd, but it was like, there's a scene in Captain America Civil War at the airport near the end of the fight where Ant-Man becomes giant man in combat for the first time, blows oh up God. and grabs War Machine by the leg. Oh, how many views did you get? That's crazy. Oh gosh, it was like 15K, oh which God. is like That's top so three cool. for my account. Yeah. Okay, but, two, two more questions, but it has to be a little kind of fast. These are kind of rapid fire questions, but... I know you're very All generous right. um, with your time and your knowledge, but you are a dad of three. How and you mentioned office hour, and I think that would be a good idea for you. But what's like your biggest time hack uh, or like balancing being a a dad and Ooh. being a marketing person? That's tricky. I like that because I also don't try to get my kids too much. I get them involved sometimes. I'm not like no kids ever, but uh -huh. occasionally they slip on. But I think one of the big ones is two simple ones. One, wake up earlier. It's uh -huh. kind of a bummer. But <laughs> until you realize how much you get stuff done, like, like yeah, I didn't like waking up early until I realized this is a quiet moment. Before people call me too, and before they start replying to emails, I can send emails and not expect replies at uh -huh. six in the morning, even like, you know, yeah. it's, like, it's chill. Oh, yeah. And that's, a good and one. that's really good. And the other thing is just to like document, don't create. I love that quote from Gary Vee. Wow. And just like, even like right before this, I'm like, oh, I, ha I don't haven't shot an Instagram story for a minute. Oh, I know what I could do. And I just shot and I'm like, yo, I'm about to be on my first ever podcast, guys. That's wild. I just want to say thank you for following. And I don't know, that sort of thing. And give me a I'm shout like, out. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. I, what I actually did is I left it as an open question. You want a link? And I didn't tell them what the link is. You create curiosity oh, and leave it. Dude. And then you answer. <laughs> then you get them to, to engage with the thing. Actually, because I hadn't left a story for over 24 hours, it probably will get extra and double extra because I put a yes, no question on it. So, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So this dad tip turned into a marketing tip. You know where your head is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but like documenting instead of like Dude, getting into the one. document mindset just makes it so much easier because then you always have something to talk about. Oh, like, shoot. I, that's like freaking change. Mind blow. I mean, that's life changing to me. Document. Don't create. Oh, I love it. Oh my God. Okay. Um, last question. What's your biggest woo factor? What's your biggest Oyama factor? How do you stand out from the crowd? Oh, it's so funny. I feel like I talk so much, but it's when I successfully turn that off and listen, ask mm -hmm. good questions and listen. Cause it's funny. Cause like even a lot of my trainers in the software and the things that I do, they're like, you know what the real X factor is though? There's so many people that do what you do at Google, man. But if you sit down and you actually get to know the business owner and their goals and what their issues and what's what's hard for them, that it, even if you never connect the dots, even if Google's not the answer, uh -huh. just the fact that you took that time and cared, like it makes all the difference. And I'm like, dude, you just described how I bought into like every expensive training that I've paid for. Yeah, <laughs> like, they sat down on a one to one. Mike, you actually sat down and Jade, you actually are listening. But dude, Jade actually cares. Wow. That was uh -huh. Jade's X factor. I'm like, you're like Brock Johnson, except your audience is smaller and you leverage that wow. by actually getting in the chat, being available, office hours kind of stuff. And like, I can actually talk to you about stuff. Yeah. And she's like, tell me about your business. I'm like, you want to know about my business? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you about my business kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, I love talking about myself. Um, you mentioned on the, um, tell everyone where to find you. And you mentioned a freebie, but also not just a freebie, tell everyone like how to work with you. Cause you know, I'm working with you and it's so easy. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, cool. So the, you, the best place to find me where I'm the most active, I'll try to be more active on other places, but right now it's super simple marketing on Instagram. So you uh -huh. go to Instagram.com super simple marketing. If you want to work with me on the Google stuff, you go to first page in 30 days.com. That's yes. me. Yes. And you just book me on the calendar. I'm uh -huh. there on the calendar, book a time. Uh-huh. Um, and the the freebies, I, I'm the jury's out whether I'm actually gonna start a community. I've been playing with the idea. And if I do, it'd probably simple because that's on brand, but go to super simple dot club. 
slash heck yes. Cool. Yeah. And there I'm going to give you like that magic prompt that I talked about yeah. the free paragraph thing, uh-huh. plus um, a few other little tips and tricks and maybe probably even a loom video by the time this goes live. Yay. Thank you, Ed. This is mind blowing. Epic. It's so much fun. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.